We're live. Uh, good morning, gang, and welcome to Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Community. Uh, we're tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are all encouraged to join in these real world and live stream events to share, inspire, and ultimately create better art and tattoos together. Uh, we beam out nearly every single day, uh, and with your help, we become a quality network of amazing live and on-demand uh, art and uh, tattoo-themed uh, content. Um, you can find more at uh, reinventingthetattoo.com, and uh, that's my cue. I like to share. Let's see if I can share my screen with uh, you all. Let's see. Yeah, can you see my screen? Yep. Excellent. Um, uh, if if we're live on YouTube right now, uh, you can hear us. If this is working for you, please let us know in the comments. Um, it's always great to get confirmation to be recognized, right? That we're <laughs> that we're doing it. Um, right. So. Uh, you can always find the latest and greatest at reinventingthetattoo.com. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, let's see. We have uh, an app. There's the Reinventing the Tattoo app. Uh, you can find that on uh, at all the, the major uh, places where you get your apps, <laughs> App Store, Google Play Store. Um, we also have Podcast, and you can find that uh, uh, at Apple, Spotify, um, there's also a Roku channel where you can catch up on all of the uh, all of the cataloged and library content. Library. One time I said library in a library, and I was like, Whoa. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to be quiet, and you know, but I didn't. I didn't hear the end of it. It was you know, it was like a serious offense. So anyway, you want to want to put the emphasis right in the right place. You want to. You know, Great. Yeah, just heard YouTube is working. So thanks. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, library, our library, our catalog of, uh, of content, you can find it on at reinventing the tattoo, you can find it on YouTube, you can find it on Roku, it's, um, it's there for you. And for free, there's so much of it that's free. So, um, uh, so please, you know, check it out, hit that like hit that subscribe button. Um, I'm scrolling through showing Oh, this is coming up. You can see uh, Jason Leeser will be uh, interviewing uh, tattooer Terry Rivera. Um, that's coming up today. So um, likely uh, uh, we, you know, we may lead into that later on. So uh, be sure to check that out. Um, right. Just sort of scrolling through the, the homepage of reinventing and you can see some of the shows that are coming up. Uh, I always like to go down here to the event schedule just sort of show off some of the things that we've got going on. Um, Sundays at 1 p.m. we've got the uh, Skill Building Sundays Drawing Group hosted by Jason Leeser. On Mondays at 9 a.m. we have Drawing for Tattooers hosted by James Wisdom. That's me. That's this show. You've made it. Um, that's followed at 11 a.m. the Tattoo Weekly. Uh, and uh, at 5 p.m. we have Let's Talk About Feelings with Robbie Ripple. 9 p.m. Uh, Easterns on Monday, there's the Subscribers Exclusive Drawing Group. Um, that's not, we're not having it tonight. 
had it had it yesterday, um, but next Monday um, it'll be back. Right. So uh, Wednesday is one p.m. The Tattoo Now show, and at six p.m. Uh, Eastern on Thursdays we have the Tattoo Collecting One Hundred One podcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, right. Let's take a moment. Uh, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Let's see if I can. Help. Some stuff. Okay. Tattoo Now. Uh, Tattoo Now has technology uh, for tattooers of all levels. They have CRM, it's customer relations management tools, uh, mailing lists, upgrades, and all sorts of things that can help you uh, take your communication uh, to the next level. This technology touches all aspects of your business. So, um, yeah, check out tattoonow.com. Uh, ask for Gabe. Uh, he'll get you uh, get you hooked up, um, and then uh, we'd also uh, like to thank Guy Atchison uh, for being the founder and inspiration behind reinventing the tattoo. Uh, you can learn more about Guy Atchison at guyatchison.com, uh, where you can purchase uh, the Biomech Encyclopedia. It's an incredible book series of books that are uh, full of Biomech imagery as well as all sorts of uh, content that will help you understand the genre a little bit better. Um, and of course, if it's something you're interested in integrating into your own work or practice, uh, I think it's an invaluable sort of resource. Uh, sometimes it's hard to, you know, it's hard to find some of this stuff. Um, and Guy has done this incredible work with, you know, the contribution of others uh, and collected it. So. Biomechsecopedia, very cool. You can also find uh, Guy Atchison's original oil paintings, custom prints, as well as uh, tattoo machines and other educational content. Um, right. So, yeah, I think that's, uh, seems good for me. Let me stop my share. Okay, cool. Hey, good morning, everybody. Thanks for coming. Morning. Morning. Yeah, welcome. Uh, welcome back. Welcome to Monday morning. I just got back from uh, from Hell City. So cool. How was that? That was amazing. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, so this week on uh, tattoo collecting, one hundred and one, uh, Vaughn Baker's gonna go. We're going to have a total review, like, a you know, uh, t- she's gone, you know, she's taken tons and tons of photos and videos and stuff. So um, I took a few videos, I took a few photos, but, you know, I didn't document it nearly as, as extensively as she did. And so, um, but it's, you know, with this Derb's, Derb Morrison's, uh, you know, uh, it's his convention that he is really the producer of and, you know, Red Tree tattoo studio is really involved that's his studio and that's where fawn works and so anyway there it's it's really there you know um they're so they're so responsible for the you know this great convention and so uh she's going to talk about it later this week so you know check that out um did a drawing seminar had had some students show up uh so cool so if you know if you're watching and you came this um this weekend to hell city make sure to you know Say hey, ah, yeah, 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 cool. 
Um, and so uh, it was a, it was a blast, and um, I am looking forward to going next year. And I uh, hope you all get a chance to go as well. It's uh, there's there were so many great tattoo artists there too. Lots of great artwork, um, really inspiring. So, so did yeah, you go to was... any of the other uh, any of the other things that people hosted? Uh, yes. So, um, I, I got, well, I got to, so a lot of people I got to meet for the first time that, you know, that I interact with here on reinventing. Um, so, so that was like strange, you know, you, you know, <laughs> that you, you know, somebody, uh, from the internet, it's almost like parasocial, right? <laughs> it's almost this parasocial relationship, but then you re you meet them, you know, IRL and, uh, it's, you know, it's, so there's a strangeness, you know, there's points of contact. That's what uh, Gabe likes to talk about. <laughs> but yeah, meeting in person, it, you know, engages all those points. So it was, it was very cool. Get to meet, um, uh, get to meet some, some colleagues and friends. And so that was, um, that that's exciting. I think since the pandemic happened, uh, it was, you know, it, it was so terrible. It affected everybody in different ways. But of course, we all realize like it, it, you know, the technology we're using now, this Zoom platform that we're all using, uh, uh, really sort of uh, ramped up to an incredible sort of, you know, it's everywhere, right? And, and so many people use it, like everyday people. They had to use it for their jobs, they had to use it for their schooling. Um, and so we're using it now for this. But we now get to we get to meet up in person too you know what i mean at, at at scale you know at a scale that you know was sort of something that we used to do before you know everything all the pandemic uh restrictions were put into place so um so yeah now maybe there's uh, uh there's something something good you know what i mean is starting to emerge out of all that stuff so yeah. How was everybody else's uh, week since we last saw? Wasn't too bad. Um, definitely trying out new t techniques while like tattooing and stuff like that, and waiting to see how the tattoos heal to see how how well um, it's doing. So I'm excited for that. Um, that was that was pretty fun. Um, I didn't take any pictures, of course, because yeah, um, I'm smart like that. Uh, <laughs> um, but it was a good week. It was really, really good. That's awesome. Well, I would like. Well, all right, no pictures. That's all right. But can you talk <laughs> about it more? What kind of what kind of techniques were you exploring, approaching? Well, like on the the black and gray side of things, like I, I noticed that like sometimes when my stuff heals up, it heals up uh, a little patchy in certain areas, and that's where I'm just like, well, you know, what the hell. Uh, so I was watching like, uh, what is it? Ralph Nonweiler, how he tattoos and like David Vega and everything like that towards just like a lot more like lightly brushing on the skin type of thing. And so I really, really tried that. And there was a lot of buildup, um, which was pretty fun. What do you do now? I'm sorry. Uh, what do you, in, instead of the lightly brush, what do you do now? Uh, oh gosh. It was more of like, uh, um, making sure I wasn't stretching the skin too, too much. And then just kind of like pushing it like the in, into the skin toward um how do I describe it um, all the way to the cartridge type of thing to where I was using the like natural give of the skin 
I was using more of that compared to, um, yeah, making sure that my needles aren't going too, too deep and stuff like that. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. It, it does. So, so you were using your stretching hand to gate, like, to be like, okay, this is the perfect part. And then, so I guess my other question is when you, if you're doing like the, if the other people are doing like this, is right. Mm -hmm. Are you doing this? Or are you doing like circles? Oh, um, never. I didn't do really a whole lot of circles. It was a whole lot of the pendulum um, swing, just kind of the back and forth. Um, and I guess like on certain edges, I would, you know, uh, hit it and just do it like one swing. Um, but it, like a majority of it was just like the pendulum slowly building up, going kind of back and forth. And it was it was really, really fun. Um, so if that's what you're doing now. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, to interrupt. I'm I, just, I just really want to pick your brain. Um, uh, so, so you're trying out the pendulum now? Oh, no, okay. no. I like I've done the pendulum for a long, long time. Um, it's just a different manner of doing the pendulum, I guess, in a sense. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So, what's what's the different manner? Um, really concentrating on making sure that I'm not going too fast. Um, I'm a very anxious person, so um, I always have to battle with like going too far you know like if, if i was mowing the lawn there would be gaps of like just grass that i didn't cut because i'm trying to cover too much area too quickly oh. and trying to match like my hand speed in the machine to make sure that um that's going all good but so like just really forcing myself to slow down um and really concentrating and being there in the moment to make sure that everything is going good and stuff like that um that was yeah that was fun Oh, that is fascinating. Thanks for sharing, Kyle. So I'm just asking, oh, you're fucking, I think your work is just, uh, like, I, I want to say that the, the highlight of my week was the fact that you liked one of my, my pictures on Instagram. Um, I was like, whoa, Kyle Olson, like, like my Instagram. Because, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, your work is just, it's phenomenal. Um, and, uh, so that's why I wanted to pick your brain a little bit. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, the more, the more I learn and, um, the more I experience things, I definitely want to discuss it if it's cool with everybody, you know, cause like, uh, I feel like I learned so much better that way, um, to where it's just like, Hey, I've, what is this? You know, cause I, I have a really hard time articulating things. Um, cause like, even like, uh, trying to describe like how the vibration feels when I'm tattooing and stuff like that. I even struggle with that type of stuff. So um, the more I experience, I definitely want to like discuss with everybody and see what, you know, if there's like better ways of like describing things. Um, but uh, thank you for that compliment. That, that was, that was very nice spirit. I, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. And yeah. So. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, shit. Um, so, so yeah, so you were saying that you had learned from uh, your highlight. You had a highlight. So your highlight was you learned some new techniques from these artists and you've been practicing it. And have you been seeing, um, you know, have you been enjoying the, the what you learned? Uh, the, the process of it is definitely a lot really enjoyable. Um, cause like I said, like I, 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 for, I have to force myself to slow down 
and really take my time with it. Um, because like uh, the person that I learned from and I see all these other tattoo artists and they're just screaming through tattoos. And I don't actually do it. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. I learned from an old school, like my, my, uh, my mentor is a, he's an old school artist and he, you know what I'm saying? He's like, you just get through that thing. You know what I'm saying? It's fast, solid and, and, and get them out the door. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but styles have changed. Mm-hmm. You know, times have changed you know mm-hmm. 100 percent. you know it's just like get to the point where it's just like yeah that's that's how they tattoo and that's what works for them but like it doesn't work for me like i i have to go slower you know if i want mm-hmm. to produce the best results so that i can you know i really really got to take my time and uh the the kind of conflicting part of that is like trying to charge by the hour but then like feeling like i'm going a lot slower than other people so it's like that kind of awkward hard spots where it's just like well do i just do it you know flat rate and make it reasonable so i can just take all the time i want as long as they can sit you know type of thing yeah yeah what do you do you charge by the, so you do charge by the hour yeah i do charge by the hour right now i definitely kick people like a free hour here and there for sure yeah. just to Would kind you of mind putting in the chat what you charge per hour or i, I mean oh i just I, I do 150 an hour right now. okay yeah yeah same okay yeah same. yeah 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 i don't like when I when I first moved to Tucson and everything like that, they're like, oh, yeah, you need to be charging like $200 an hour. And mm-hmm. where I was in Idaho, I was just doing 100 an hour. So basically doubling my hourly rate. And it's just like I, I tried that and it was just way too much pressure because I mm-hmm. felt like I feel like if I'm doing $200 an hour, I need to be pushing like a lot of results and covering a lot of area at like really, really high quality. Because but I, I just it was too much. I couldn't do it. So so, you know. You know, my thing is, I think you should charge more than 150 an hour. Um, I think you should charge. I do. I mean, I think you are. I mean, you are definitely at $200 an hour. You know what I'm saying? Like in some places, $300 an hour. No cap. Um, I mean, you. how long have you been tattooing? How long have I been tattooing? Um, I think this July, it'll be 13 years. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Baby. Yeah. You, and you put in the work. You know what I'm saying? You you've been at it, um, so I definitely agree with. But I, I agree with you with, with, with what you're saying because it's like, what? Where's the medium? You like where is the? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it takes hours to do this to do to make these tattoos look this way. You know, mm-hmm. and how how do I make this tattoo look like this and not kill myself? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then not scare the client away. Um. Yeah, yeah, because like I don't like I like I understand like um, making sure that you're making enough money to cover your bills and put money away in savings and everything like that. And it's it, it's another rough spot because like I just want to be able to keep tattooing. I want to be able to pay my bills and make sure I'm doing okay, you know, financially. But I want to be able to have the, these clients continually come back. And I want to make sure that I'm continually tattooing. Um, I understand like, oh, if you're too busy, you're, you're too cheap. But like, I don't know. It's just like, I want to keep it fair to the clientele. I'm not here to um, make a, sh- a, 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 a buttload of money, you know, because like it, money, we just rent, like money comes and goes. Like it's, it's not important. Like the most important thing is just like the, the travel, the journey of the yeah. artwork, learning how to get better and the tattooing. Like that, that's that's the fun stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, to, I just want to make sure that I'm able to 
continually have clientele come back um, to where I can continue working on these big elaborate pieces and stuff like that. So yeah, like that Freddie. How long did that Freddie take you to do? Uh, ten and a half hours. Yeah, it was about ten and a half. Oh, man. <laughs> it was a fun day. I mean, that, that one was pretty fun because, like, um, it was definitely trying to really work on, um, the 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 skin the skin tone itself and really making sure that that's a value part of the piece. But like with some of the critiques that I got, like for Guy, it totally makes sense. Like I was going too light with stuff. Um, mm. But um, and um, that's another thing I'm working on is just like making sure that I cover all the skin except for like the white highlights and the white highlights is the open skin. I still got to mess with that a bit. But yeah, um, that piece was about about 10 and a half hours. Um, I get a tattoo that guy. He's traveling down um, in June and we get to do a couple more horror portraits. I'm super excited. It's really good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Kyle, um, I, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I like realism. Um, mm -hmm. I just, I'm just, have you always done realistic art? Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, I've always, I've always done. Um, Before you were a tattoo artist. Yeah. Yeah. Like I did a lot of like new school kind of cartoony stuff and graffiti and stuff like that. That's the stuff that I really enjoyed. Um, and then once I started my apprenticeship, I started getting a, a lot more into realism. Um, and then like, of course, black and gray, I really, um, I meant, I, I'm, I'm, I blended well with the black and gray when I first got in, um, because it was, you know, I didn't understand like a whole lot about color, like values and saturations and all that stuff. So like, I just, I definitely was like naturally, um, attracted to black and gray realism, um, the the guy that I uh, learned from he he did a lot of black and gray realism, um, and yeah, it was it was so cool to see the artwork and stuff that he did and how his stuff uh, evolved and changed. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, and, th and this is when I first started using um, around the area of uh, the raw whitewash sets and stuff like that, um, and and. It heals up a lot lighter than what I thought it was going to. I definitely would love to do a second pass on that Jason mask just to, to add a little bit more contrast to it. But, but yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Bananas. Bananas is right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you, do you have any, um, have you ever had an apprentice? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've had one apprentice. Um, her, her name is Kat, Kat Olson. Um, mm -hmm. she's my wife. Uh, hey, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cool. Um, but yeah, um, oh, I wonder if she's posted her hawk, but yeah, she, she, the, the wifey, she does a lot more. Uh, she loves like, uh, Art Nouveau and like neo traditional and stuff like that. That's, oh, that's her jam. And it's, it's cool to see some of the stuff that she comes out with. Um, oh, that's cool. I'd love to see some of her work too. I'll check her out. Yeah, um, yeah, she does. You what what advice do you have uh, for a person that that would like to do more realism and not even do more just just be able to do it? You know what I'm saying? Um, what what advice would you give? Uh, uh, like no. the aspect of like 
Yeah, who duck? Um, <laughs> that is right. I guess. I guess. What was the What was the question again? I, I kind of forgot. Um, about like what advice? <laughs> I was, I was stunned by the artwork. No, I think you said something about wanting advice about uh, getting in, more into realism. Yeah, just, oh, you know, Lord. realism tips of, you know what I'm saying, tips and shit. The things that I can do while not tattooing. You know what I mean? Like, what... what... Oh, while you're not tattooing. Um, experiment. 100% experiment. Um, I, like, it, it's, it's... Like, we can replicate pictures and stuff like that. Um, and just replicate what we see. Um, gosh, how do I put this? Um, Take time. Mm, wow. <laughs> um, oh, thank you. Uh, I guess. Man, that's a loaded question. I'm gonna have to think about that. I, like, of course, draw and you know, study. Um, but like to oh, just give me some homework. Give me homework. 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 All right. So, um, I think one thing. There's a few things that help me out with my realism. Um, and the way that I like digitally paint and stuff like that is, um, I would take art again paper, just the black, like construction paper, whatever. And I would take Prismacolors and instead of doing, um, doing like all the shadowing and stuff like that, it slipped mm -hmm. it. You do the light, you paint the light side of everything. Oh, wow. Shady. So, um, mix, mess, mess with that. Enjoy that. Um, oh, wow. and then sculpt, sculpting helps. Sculpting? Um, yes, yes, mm -hmm. yeah. Sculpting helps it, it helped me out with like light sources and stuff like that. Um because mm -hmm. that's like another thing that I think of like when I'm when I'm digitally painting and stuff like that. So it's kind of like the form drawing and sculpting kind of aspect of things. So like yeah, sculpting helped me out. Um and then doing the, the light drawing. I don't know what else to fucking call it or call it, sorry. Um the white, the light, yeah, that's cool. I never thought about that. Yeah. Oh, and like if, if you got a tablet, just make the screen black and then just um take like airbrush or something light um and build your layers up compared to just doing like a solid, um, like a yeah, just a solid um brush. Um, definitely something that you can add layers and build stuff up. And that's like kind of like another thing with like uh the tattooing side of things to where you're able to um I was talking to Kevin Patrick about it um, at the Tucson convention not too long ago. And uh, instead of like, cause like I've done, I, I, you know, I've, I've done the same thing to where you're like in this one area and you try to get it done right then and there. Um, but with being able to control how deep you're going and how much trauma you're causing the skin, you can kind of jump around a little bit. Kind of like if you were uh, drawing on a piece of paper and you're just like slowly building up this value and that value and everything like that. Does it suck for the client a little bit more? Yeah, and we're sorry. We apologize, but <laughs> uh, it's it, it definitely helps um, everything. Mm -hmm. Too bad. <laughs> Pretty bad. 
Yeah. Have pepper shading. Smooth as hell. Yeah, she does great. I'm so excited for her because she's been at it like four, four years, four or five. Wow. So yeah, yeah. She she already blows me out of the water. Like four or five years mm-hmm. in, like. Yeah, no, I wasn't doing this much good stuff. Like it was awesome. It's awesome. It's She's so standing exciting. on your shoulders, giant. <laughs> no. no, I'm I'm so excited for like when she starts like really wanting to get into like bigger pieces and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Um. Well, this is very. Ooh, that's so cool. What? Wow. It's so cool. It's also nice to appreciate this sort of, you know, the technical aspects and stuff. Yeah. You know, we, mm-hmm. we want to learn technique. You know what I mean? We want to, mm-hmm. uh, everybody develops, you know, a bag of tricks, right? <laughs> you get your move, yeah. you know, there's your moves that you make, but, um, yeah, but like solid technical chops, I think is, um, they're, they're so important. They're so crucial. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, it, it's like they can really work together. Um, and that's something I think that I, I feel like I want to echo what you're saying, Kyle, about, you know, like you're doing these experiments, but you're also, you know, um, you're also sort of doing what you know. Um, and uh, all of those things like, work together. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's like, there's this phenomenon that happens in uh, like professional sports, like baseball, right? Like uh, okay. if you've ever heard of it, right? Like uh, there's, you know, you go up to, you know, you go up to, to bat and it's like all of a sudden you, you just, you just can't, you know, you can't hit the ball, right? Like you're thinking, you know, you, you've started thinking about everything too much, right? overthinking. <laughs> you go to, you go to throw a pitch or something like that. And it's like, it just, just doesn't work right you're just you're you're way off to the side uh there's something about like almost being almost being empty and almost being sort of like uh you know being in the moment and and Mm -hmm. things are happening like in the background Mm -hmm. um and you're not you you can't think about all these these things uh everything that's going into what it is that you're doing Mm -hmm. you can't you can't consciously sort of hold it. It's there, but it's not at the same time, like distracting you from whatever it is that you're focused on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so again, I, that's why I like these, you know, different practices. You, you know, you take your white paper, right. And then you draw like a really dark value study, or you go the opposite way. You do the dark, you know, do the light on top of the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to draw objects. You know what I mean? I like to think about mm-hmm. them in perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when I'm being creative, I want to just sort of, I want them to sort of flow naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I agree with you, you know, with what you're saying about like, uh, something like sculpture, right? Like mm-hmm. getting your hands in there. It's, it's like drawing, you know what I mean? But it, it is drawing, I guess, you know, that'd be mm-hmm. how I, that's what I would say about it. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though, you know, we think about it as this totally separate divorce thing. It's, I, mm-hmm. I believe that it's also a form of drawing and but probably because I guess I, I feel like our eyes are touching stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? When you're mm-hmm. looking at anything, 
you know, it's like you're making all these assessments, all you're analyzing it, you're judging it. It's immediate, right? Mm-hmm. We see an appearance and just, you know, in its immediacy, uh, we just experience it, you know, and we, we may sort of recognize it on a certain level. Um, but what drawing sort of folks forces you to do is to sort of think about it abstractly. Mm-hmm. about it's you know there's there's all these forms and there's all this these planes value textures light all of that's made legible and then maybe you could start to read its significance as a symbolic thing mm-hmm. um, my coffee cup it's a cylinder right but it's a void yeah. you know it, it's it it contains coffee and stuff <laughs> yeah anyway there's all these uh there's all these things that are um that go into generating like let's call it realism right like like mm-hmm. something that you want to make real for somebody represent something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and, I, and i guess uh if you want to make something uh approach life likeness um the best thing to study is life mm-hmm. 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 so if yeah, you, you know when you want to um when you want to study life uh you know using photographs i think helps right but it's it's not the same as looking at life too mm-hmm. static mm-hmm. objects you know studying figures quick sketches, more longer sorts of um, measured things. I think these are all like, these are all just ways uh, that we can, you know, learn. I I guess like in in that sense of things, it's like the difference between like um, the the static image, like the photograph, you're just like replicating shades and shapes, but to have it from life and being like, especially something tangible, it's more of like an understanding of like, oh, well, it's this way because it does this, like on the other side, the, the areas that you can't see. Like, it's more of like understanding what that that cylinder is compared to just like replicating shades and shapes. Um, I, I, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I think what uh, the only thing I would add to that is just simply like uh, photograph, like, there's a, there's a philosopher named Kendall Walton who's talked about this. Like we actually look through photograph, like photographic images. There's so, there's so much in there. So, you know, like there's an exclusionary window, right? There's, there's everything that's inside of the frame. Right. And it's, it's like, you're looking through it almost like looking, you know, like we look through telescopes, we look through, you know, we look through microscopes photograph it's like you're actually you know you're looking you're seeing through it in some way mm-hmm. but representations are different representations are you know they're through this human filter and so you know as you as you draw you know as you draw something um, and this is funny right a photograph is rep is a representation obviously and it's like we're sort of saying like it's you know it's more than a representation this is mm-hmm. you know <laughs> this is like a uh maybe, you know maybe like a uh, you know, circular thinking as far as like as far as this argument goes, but just what I'm what I'm trying to say is that like a photograph fixes something statically, like you said, and so you can see it. Uh, you know, you can sort of see how this cylinder works, 
when you're when you're looking at it in life, like you said, to understand it, it's like you have to you have to like see it and then you you break your attention, you return to your drawing or you return to your sculptural object or something. And you have to go back to it. And it's likely you're never gonna get in exactly the same, you know, <laughs> spot yeah. to look at it again. You know, it's yeah. gonna be slightly different in some way. Um light changes you know mm -hmm. what i mean like the if you're you know daylight or something like that um you can control it more with uh um you know with like inside lights but presumably it's i don't know every moment is is a new one you know mm -hmm. um uh but i i do think that like drawing from life is really really helpful you know if you want to if you want to make, you know, bring life-like qualities to the to the work you're doing. Um, and so, how do you how do you make that like make time for it and stuff? Um, I guess that's a question. You know, like how like uh, what what is what do any of you do? You probably everybody has everybody has bad habits. I know I do. <laughs> but what about your good ones, right? What about the ones that you're you know that you that serve you? Right. What about the habits that serve you? How do you? How does anybody? You know, how do you prioritize that stuff? How do you keep a priority on the things that serve you? I think as someone with ADHD, I schedule it like someone else told me I have to do it. Oh. <laughs> I like that. So I, I sometimes in my my calendar, I, I schedule it like it's a meeting. Or something it's like oh i have to have this for myself later <laughs> this week or whatever and i yeah. give myself a due date as if huh. someone else told me to do it and it's for some reason that gives me incentive <laughs> to have it to do the thing more than oh i should do this more just because it's good for me not <laughs> just because it's a anxiety thing where if i don't have it done they'll be upset with me <laughs> uh i i've i've found uh you know that's been really useful for me too as far as like you know like a set of Wait, set of fake done. due date you know what i mean set you know set one that's like <laughs> have an alarm that goes up before your alarm like yeah <laughs> and it yeah. helps me you know like uh uh well it's like that's like that's i feel like that's like what procrastination is is like you know um uh or at least that you you know for me i like i'll put things off until the last minute and i need that anxiety that intense anxiety to sort of spur me into action so if i <laughs> simulate it <laughs> then i'm able to to you know to work on it again and maybe by extension like doing that you know infinitely you start to put in place those those better habits you know what i mean you draw a little bit every day but even though it's not the um uh it may not seem like it's this specific like you know thing for your your job let's say um mm. you're still practicing things that are really uh be really useful so mm. um yeah no i'm no, I'm so interested in uh, uh, I'm so interested in in you know what you all what what all you do, you know what I mean to to help yourself, right? How do you how do you 
get the, you know, get the most out. Like that was something that, you know, that I, that I, you know, theme kept coming back to was like, you know, living to the fullest, right? Doesn't mean like, you know, it's, doesn't mean it's all pleasurable, right? Like living to the fullest is getting the most out of things. It's probably, you know, growing, right? Mm -hmm. Growing is painful. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. I don't know. It's, it, it's hard to, you know, like, you know, <laughs> you don't want to just say like, it's, uh, you know, I'm into, um, I'm into, you know, like, well, maybe some people like are into pain, but, <laughs> but, <some> people, <laughs> but I guess, you know, I guess what I'm saying is like, you know, you, you, you want to like live by that, that living to the fullest, but you just totally understanding that it's not about, not about all positivity, like, mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, Sometimes it's about making the you of tomorrow awesome. better. Mm -hmm. What'd you say? Please repeat. Oh, sorry. It's sometimes it's about doing something painful today so that you can be better tomorrow. Yes. Mm -hmm. I completely get that. It's climbing that mountain, you know. Yeah. You got that goal and it's it's going to be some trials and errors and it's going to be rough, but it's, it's, it's for the betterment. Like you, like, yeah, you just said. Have you all heard of like, uh, Sisyphus? Have you ever heard of the story of Sisyphus? The name is familiar. Well, it's, uh, you know, it's a, the Greek mythology. Um, Sisyphus was condemned by the gods, probably Zeus or somebody. I don't know. But anyway, Sisyphus, uh, was this dude, he got condemned to roll a rock up a hill. And so he, that's what he does all day. Rolls the rock up the hill and he gets to the top of the hill and then the rock rolls back down. So he's got to go roll the rock back up the hill. Um, <laughs> that's the, you know what I mean? That's like this day in and day out. You're just, it's nonstop. Uh, and so that's the, that's the, you know, the, curse right the curse mm -hmm. is this labor um but at the same time um we can imagine sisyphus being happy right you're happy with your <laughs> happy with what you're being tasked to do um and and i think that's uh uh we might get enjoyment right at like with the, the rock rolling away you know what i mean like so you that if you take that metaphor all the way right, you 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 work so hard to get it up the you know to to get finished right to you complete the task you get the rock up the hill um but then yeah then it gets it gets away just you know it has you have to start over again um mm -hmm. and so these are the things that i think are uh you know these metaphors and these sorts of like um uh these stories they help us you know maybe cope a little bit with that <laughs> with sort of like knowing that we're now ne it's never going to be done right it's it's this thing that's yeah. always because that's the thing you know it's like uh um we want to get better at our craft you know what i mean uh but i'm sure i'm sure personally that i'll never feel satisfied like i've done it you know, yeah. every time I, you know, if I achieve, if I achieve something or if I fail at something or whatever, it's kind of like, um, you know, I, it, it's, 
it's not enough, right? You gotta, you have to, you gotta keep going. You have to um, try to keep going. Um, didn't fail hard enough, maybe. <laughs> you failed better, right? Try to mm -hmm. fail again better. Um, those are all sorts of like. Uh, I think they're important, right? It's important to you know to sort of um, to be able to deal with it, right? Uh, especially like when we're we admire someone and we're like really looking up to their work. Um, just realizing that they're also this divided subject, right? They're, they, they're not complete, you know, they have their own insecurities and stuff as well. Um, and it's, you know, it's probably, you know, if somebody doesn't, if they don't consciously think they have them, then that's, then they're in the worst, you know, if you don't consciously have it, you're, you know, you're in the worst spot, you know what I mean? Because you have it, you just, you know, you're in despair, you just don't realize it <laughs> so it's um i think it's what's good is to you know is to really be inspired by others in certain ways but then you know when you're looking at when you're looking at your own work the criticality that comes in is that you are really comparing yourself to your last you know to yourself mm -hmm. am i am i improving in this way not compared to somebody else but mm -hmm. you know, Easier said, yeah. than, easier said than done. I won't lie. Yeah. I think it's the hardest thing to do. You know. Yeah, it's it's definitely that fine line because you know you want to like look at inspiration and look at other people's artwork and stuff like that. But comparison, comparison is such a thief. It is such a thief. It's a thief, Kyle. Yeah, is <laughs> is such a pain in the. They butt. probably don't even think that they're that good. Yeah. 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 No. No. Oh. You know. That's, that's the journey man like <laughs> yeah when i start comparing my stuff to other people's it just makes me miserable but mm -hmm. if i compare my stuff to what i did the day before mm -hmm. i see my progress yeah, yeah that's real 100 percent, 100 you know because i think in that situation to where if you just compare it to yourself you can have a lot more love a lot more understanding a lot more forgiveness and stuff like that to yourself um which again easier said than done sometimes you know because i don't know about y'all but like super critical of of myself and my artwork you know type of thing um yeah. i've been trying to get better about it of course um <laughs> you want to sit there and trash yourself all damn day um but where was i going with that good talk somebody else want to talk i don't my brain left me so no you're good bro I mean, just ramble. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'll throw something in there. Um, I've been watching anime lately. Um, but so, so it's, this is kind of big for me uh, because I've never been able to actually sit down and watch it. But like my clients watch anime. You know what I'm saying? Like so many people are getting anime tattoos and there's just such this big culture uh, about it, you know? And uh, so I'm kind of excited because I'm like, I just, I, I'm just like, okay, so if I can watch anime, then I am investing in myself because <laughs> I'll be able to make hundreds of, I'll be able to make money off of watching this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like. So mm -hmm. that's when I sat my butt down and just went ahead and started the first season of Demon Slayer. And I'm like, I'm all in, buddy. I'm all in. 
Oh, Demon Slayer is a good one. Hey, awesome, <laughs> cool. I'm having fun. Me and my wife started watching it last night. Nice. I'm an old school Studio Ghibli fan. Hey. From like <laughs> back in the 80s. Everybody I'm anime. hardcore all in. <laughs> Yay. That's good uh, stuff. I'm drawing a piece from it now. I have a yeah. key delivery service tattoo and a spirited away tattoo. Oh my God. Oh, That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. And and it's like, I don't know, like it builds more of a connection to to the piece that you're doing. Um, right. Have like, oh, well, it's this way because of this. And this happened in, you know, in the storyline and yada, yada. Like there's so much more of a connection and you can make it so much more authentic compared to just grabbing some pictures. It's a lot more time, <laughs> you know, it takes a lot more time to invest into it, but like, it's so worth it at the end, you know, like sometimes mm-hmm. when you're designing a piece or drawing a piece or uh, making a painting, like creating a story about it helps out, you know, just helps push that creativity a little bit more. Um, yeah. yeah so that, that connection to it makes it so much more fun. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree. And then, you know, cause just like you said, you know, you could just, you know, you could take, uh, and, and the thing is when you're watching it as an artist, you're not watching it like everybody else is watching. You're watching like, wow, what what makes the scene so amazing? Why is it so dynamic? Why am I? Oh, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and you know, you're like, oh, this is. I like how they did that color. That's a really nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you watch it differently. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do that with old school Disney movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because oh, wow. like Peter Pan is my favorite because the artwork is so amazing. Mm-hmm. All the backgrounds and everything, it's just stunning artwork. Yeah, especially back when they used to do it by hand. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Even yeah. old school Scooby Doo. Right? Yeah, old school Scooby Doo. All the backgrounds were hand painted, all the swamps uh-huh. and everything. And that's amazing art. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so cool to like, all these shows and the movies and everything like that, like for the longest time, I never like put two and two together. It's like, oh, hey, artists are putting this stuff together. You know, like there's a lot of composition and color theory and everything. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, shoot, I've got all this studying material right in front of me. Like I can just pause this movie whenever and then just look at the composition because like people are in certain spots in the the, the landscape and the the color of their outfit um, is that color specifically to go with like, to make sure it contrasts with the background correctly and stuff like that. So nothing like, yeah, it's, it's everywhere. It's, it's in right. all media. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, uh, to add to that, uh, I think, uh, 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 Andy Warhol is the key. And what I mean by that is I think that he was the art, he was the artist that was like, Oh, so advertisers are using ancient art techniques in their, uh, products. And so he put, he started putting like the Brillo pad. He took the Brillo pad and put it in the museum. It's like, this is art. This is art. An artist made this, you know? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go, yeah, uh, could you, could you talk more about that spirit? I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated with that, you know, where you're, where oh. you're headed with that. Oh, uh, it's a, it's a theory I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the theory is just such that, you know, um, he was a student of uh, just ancient, like art history. Uh, I mean, he his his background was 
um, if I'm not mistaken, his background was kind of just uh, like, you know, Renaissance art. He was very, very, he was a devout, devout Christian. Um, and then, can you guys hear me okay? Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. Um, and so he realized one day that uh, our icons, you know, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe, Michael Jackson, um, Mao, that the, to these are our new saints. Because back in the day, uh, the artists would draw the saints and the artists would paint the saints and those would be the, the you know, the, the people that, you know, people would worship or herald, if you will. Um, but him living in today's times, he was like, oh, well, our celebrities are the saints now. And so that's why he, you know, painted the, uh, you know, the, these famous people and also such that, you know, um, he would even like the compositions, like let's just say, for instance, you, he, he would look, he would look at a Raphael painting and see, okay, well, these colors, if I, if I took these same colors and put them on a, a, a soapbox, then people are going to look at my soapbox quicker than they would at this other soapbox. And, and so he was just thinking, he was like, this is art. Like this is, this is, is, it's the same thing. And so what I just say that he's the key because he he was the one that was that kind of, for me anyway, kind of put it together that uh, it is the ancient styles and uh, traditions and things that are put in place today in modern advertising in order to move the subconscious to do things like buy. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I, there's a lot, a lot in there. What you know, um, with what you're saying, and um, I guess I just, uh, I, I, also, theory I, I, mean, I recognize. Not... I was just gonna say I recognize Andy Warhol's brilliance as well. Um, I, I just, it's so interesting to you know to hear to get another take on it. You know what I mean? Uh, um, and I do. What do you think? I, I do like that take that idea about the icons, the iconography mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And it's so, um, you know, uh, uh, culturally there's, I think there's so much, um, you know, parallels, right? Like how we, uh, how we venerate, right? We do, you know, those are some things um, yeah. And it is so, it's so psychological, right? There is so much psychology that we use, um, we and we deal with probably like you know just to sort of get back to you know what you were saying about like anime as well as being you know culturally significant you know it's this skillfully encoded thing you know within within this you know sensuous media like we can we could see it and stuff or even sculptures and stuff there you, know, you could you could feel them or you know you could touch it um and yeah so it's it is art it's a, it is another it's a, it's this viable art form. And I think, you know, people would dismiss it at your peril, right? And you're missing out, you know what I mean? If you totally dismiss it um, and you're missing out, if you dismiss, you know, modern art, like Andy Warhol, just sort of, you don't, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be your favorite, you know what I mean? But it, like, if, if you can appreciate, you can appreciate arts, tattoos and stuff, not everybody is into tattoos. Um, uh, but it, it's it's a fine art, right? The the fine art of tattooing. Not every tattoo is a piece of fine art, <laughs> but it does reach that level. 
you know, I really, I, I really, and that's what I love so much about, you know, our conversations, we were able to sort of take these threads and tie them together. And, you know, we're all coming from different places. Um, I guess this is, uh, this is episode 52. So it's one year. We've <laughs> been doing this a year. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm super proud. Thank you. Um, and I also, uh, I guess I'm thinking about like, you know, where I was at, you know, just, you know, in my, in my life, you know, my spirit a year ago, I have, you know, I've definitely progressed a lot. Um, it's not linear progression. Thank you. Yeah. It's not oh, linear progression oh. though. There's a lot of sort of, you know, you know, two steps back, one step forward, this sort of a thing. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful for all of you. You know, you've been sharing your Mondays with me and um, you keep coming to this. Uh, I, I think that it's, again, it's a valuable thing for me and it's a valuable, uh, you know, um, it's just a valuable space where I learn. You know, I, I, I know that I'm learning from, you know, from all of you and I'm also, uh, I'm inspired to sort of think about, you know, topics and things to, you know, to, to talk about. Um, I guess I, you know, like, uh, uh, if y'all had a few minutes, there was a couple of, you know, a couple of like art stuff, you know, art things, uh, drawing things I was going to talk about. Does anybody want to do that? Yeah. Okay, cool. I might need to hop off in a minute, but I hope everybody has fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Have a good one. See you next time. See ya. See ya. Uh, right. So. Let me, I'm going to share, uh, uh, I'm going to share my screen and just sort of, uh, you know, go over, uh, go over some things that I was, uh, I was thinking about. Again, we're, you know, we're talking about like, uh, is it going to work? Screen share. Hold up. Technical difficulties. Try one more time. Wouldn't be a Monday without them. I know. No, that that I definitely know. Let's see. Will you work this time? Oh, I know what's uh, I know what's going on. Hold up. All right. This was my fault. Of course. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. I appreciate your patience. Okay, so uh, and hopefully I've got some battery life left in this pencil. Um, right. So uh, this was something that I was, uh, you know, again looking back one year, right? But at the same time, thinking about uh, you know perspective, this you know seeing and things, um, and so. Uh, Two things to cover quickly, and I and I hope this makes sense. And you can always, I guess, you can go back and watch this if I, if I don't explain it as well. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna just draw. Oops, that's not a good pen. How about this one? Okay. So, just drawing a. Let's just draw like uh you know, might be like a box shape or a rectangle shape. Forgive the crudeness. Okay. Right. Well, if I wanted to, you know, so for instance, the double this amount, right? 
I can divide it up, right? So let's see, one, two, right? And now I've got the center, right? Center of this thing. Also got the center uh, this way. Okay, so if I were to draw from this corner here through this middle point here, a diagonal line, right, where it intersects with this baseline here, this is the new, you know, that's this is like the new halfway point, right? Mm -hmm. I've doubled up this amount, right? That's the concept, right? That's the concept I just wanted to sort of provide. Let's mm -hmm. size this down. Hopefully that makes sense. Mm -hmm. right? It's basically like this is the, you know, it's basically like this is the, we found the center of, you know, you know twice this amount, right? Mm -hmm. Finding that, finding that point. Okay. So <laughs> if you want to think about it in terms of perspective, um, let's see, I'll make that just a little bit smaller. I want to think about it just in terms of perspective. Uh, we can take an amount, right? So let's say, let's, let's find our eye level, right? So eye level. Okay, we'll take a certain amount, right? And uh, whatever, there's our, there's a vanishing point right there. So, um, okay, forgive, forgive how crude this is. I hope this, I hope this will serve you. All right, so let's imagine, right, that this, uh, that this plane here, right, is it could be a wall, right? Or it could be like a telephone poles or, you know, I don't know, any sort of any sort of object you like to imagine. Well, let's if we want to let's say double that amount, right? Again, so we can find the center point. Uh again, it will be it'll be right um we go from this middle here, right, to our vanishing point down there. That'll give us the center of this. Uh, I will let me edit it. Uh, <laughs> again, I'll try to sketch it. It's fun to sketch this out on paper, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a little bit rough and stuff like that. But, you know, again, I think, you know, uh, thinking about perspective and just sketching it out, I think, can be, um, can be really valuable. In part because at a certain point, like all these construction lines and stuff, they're like training wheels, and then you start to not need them. If that makes sense, right? You you know it's like all oh, this technical lines and stuff all over the place. It can be really sort of you know challenging, but again, you learn to use them, and then at, at a certain point they fall away, and then your eyes start seeing you know these things. Okay, so um, Ooh, that's cool. right right there. That's the point that I want to go for. I'll use a different color to hopefully to highlight this. So again, I, again, I'm going to go from this this corner. You can use any corner you like, right? But I'm going to I'm going to go exit through that point. So draw a line. Uh, okay. Yeah, there it is. I've, we've uh, we've like done it, All right? We've uh, we've successfully doubled doubled this amount. In perspective and then so again we can sort of just do it again now we've done it again and, uh, 
dividing the line, as it were, right? Um, towards infinity. Right, that sort of a thing. And so this is, uh, uh, again, you might sort of use this sort of geometry to, to, to divide things. Um, you might find that effective. Um, you might find it as useful for you. Uh, you may find that you want to sort of divide things a certain amount of times, or, you know, I guess, or even like, uh, you know, even here, like with this one, you know, if you were to continue to, to make it, you have the prudence, right? You, could, you know, ah, oh, I need to make, uh, I need to make five sections or something like that. I know that sucks, that drawing, but that's the thing, you know what I mean? Like, if you want, if you had a, like a back, let's say, you know, you want to divide it into five equal parts for some reason, you know, just to sort of give yourself a grid to start to work on, can, this can be, this can be helpful, right? And then again, there might be this sort of, uh, you know, there might be this sort of like, um, uh, capacity that you develop that may actually help you start to see things differently when you're using, um, you know, photographic reference. Right? You start looking for angles, you start dividing things up in certain ways. Um, that's, this is a part of why I think that the, you know, that sort of perspective problems can be useful. Um, you may sort of, it may help you when you're, you know, when you're trying to draw from life in certain respects. Maybe not that you're actually laying things out in perspective, but that it's, again, you sort of, you know, you're not thinking about it consciously. It's sort of functioning in the, in the background, like almost like a, you know, software that's running. So, um, this is the, all of that, <laughs> all of that, um, uh, for this, for this really sort of, uh, you know, fun, uh, I think application and, uh, it's so again, I'll, I'll sketch through this again, forgive the, the roughness, but, um, so uh, looking up and looking down, let's all draw a frame. All right. Um, and I'm just going to lay out a few square shapes, maybe some rectangles and stuff, but I'm going to, I'm going to kind of put them all on a, a bit of an angle. All right. So they're more square, right? Roughly more like 90 degrees, sorry, like 90 degree angles, if you can. Um, again, I'm thinking about them in terms of like they're in a plan. Um, why not? Okay. So I'm going to imagine that these are the tops of, you know, skyscrapers of buildings that I'm looking at. And I'm going to put a vanishing point, just a point. Okay. The, the, the thing that, that, that um, I think that this pertains to is when wherever we're looking, right, our eyes are a certain height, right? There's always a level to our eyes. Now, what's also interesting is that straight above you, like going going straight up, there's another you know point. So so same thing. So you know if I'm looking, I'm looking straight ahead. You know there's there's going to be a eye level, and there's always like a you know a point you know where my you know, my vision is sort of going towards. Same thing if I look straight up. There's another one, right? It's called the zenith, right? Maybe you've heard that the term before, the zenith. Mm -hmm. um, well, in this, in this example, what I'm showing is, you know, is the one that's like below you, right? So just like there's one above, there's also one below. And that one's called the nadir, 
right? It's just the low, you know, it's just a, there's another point. This is like Cartesian coordinates, if you like, you know, um, the X, Y, Z axis, you know, that sort of a thing. Anyways, um, so here's the, here's the fun part, right? So I've got these, I've got these, I'm calling them the, these squares, these rec, this rectangle and squares, again, forgive me how bad they are, but that's the, this, you know, follow the concept. Um, I'm imagining like a bird that's flying overhead, right? Or, a, you know, or even, you know, Superman flying. And so when you, you know, you're looking, you're flying over the city and you're looking down and you see these buildings and they start to, again, right angle. And I'm going to go for, try to, try to hit like a right angle. I mean, you can make them, I mean, you can make them like really tall if you like, but uh, really, really tall, but so parallel, this, this line and this line, they're parallel to each other. Oh, I can't, I'm not going to see that other side, that back side. Same thing over here. Um, I'm going to have like a, this edge going towards that vanishing point, that nadir. At some point, there's again parallel to this one, as parallel as I can. And now, you know, that's pretty rough. So now I've got these, you know, uh, these prisms, right? They're standing up. And so, if I wanted to, say, add a few, you know, like windows or something to it, I could again, like, you know, put an edge. And then find how to divide that equally amongst that space, right? So, so do that calculation. And that will, and that'll be the, I'll use green for this. Yeah. And that will be the calculation from here to here to there. Uh, it should come out the same in the, you know, from both ways, but. I don't know if it, it. I don't know if it's. A, it'll be equal with the amount of space I've given. That would be. You know, I could. Could always end it in a particular way, but why not? Yeah, sure. How cool so, is that? Those are like equal distant. You know, scroll back a little bit. Now, I've sort of divided that space. So I created some space and then divided it in a. You know, in an equal distant way. Um, and so, uh, you know, again, you can always eyeball it, but. Second, let's get it back in. That's so cool. Thank you. No, I uh, I really enjoy um, I really enjoy this um, you know this technique, and you know so let me give me one give me one second while you all are while you all are uh, here, um, and I'll just I'll, I'm gonna try to. Hopefully this isn't uh, interrupting stuff. Oh, let's see. Uh, not that. Oh, wait. No. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh huh. Right. So.
cool. And I'm gonna stop the share and share the this. Okay, so again, I, I this is a book that I you know that I really you know strongly feel is um, uh, it can be a really important book for your you know uh, your understanding of perspective. It's it's very sort of user friendly, and there's a lot of really I think um, the, the illustrations are beautiful, and even you know that's the thing I think you know it's myself I had a hard time with and other you know and students and stuff they're just sort of starting out like learning perspective. Um, uh, that I think, uh, especially like you watch videos or something, or this one, you know, this demonstration, it might seem too basic. Maybe it even seems like it was too difficult. But here I'm going to jump to the section. Let's see, where is this section I want to highlight? Um, thank you all for your patience. Yeah, so, so Ernest Norling's Perspective Made Easy. Uh, really understand eye level, you know what I mean? I think it's such a, you know, um, such an important um, uh, concept. And to have, yeah, that dividing spaces thing I showed you, he really goes into depth into that. Um, ah, 175, let's check it out. Oh, up and down points, right. So, that's very beautiful. This is the same thing that I was just demonstrating, right? It's like, um, you know, what a powerful composition. You know, you can almost imagine like whatever it is that you would want to, you know, sort of create. Again, there may be, uh, you know, you may like work more organically, but I think, again, you could also integrate some of this understanding into, you know, your context. Right, and you may not even have to go through all of the, you know, drawing all of the the lines and stuff and all the points. But I think doing the exercise a few times, you know what I mean, helps you uh, develop a relationship to you know, drawing spaces, drawing objects in them, making things appear, uh, you know, within a certain proportionality that helps to convey the the thing that you're trying to convey. Um, and so this is a uh, this is that up, right? you're looking up, right? So you're laying on your back, right? You're looking up at your ceiling at the corner, right? This is a one point perspective. All of the vertical lines are now, you know, appearing to converge to a point. So again, like, you know, so everybody's probably in a room space right now, as you know, as you're just, or you're standing upright or you're, you know, you're sitting up in your chair, you can look around all the edges that, you know, you can see all the lines on the wall board behind right they're all very vertical right but as i look to the corner of the room you know uh i'm going to see some corner right where where it's at a diagonal right so all of the vertical lines are vertical right and the horizontal lines in this case are you know they're, they're generally if they're seen in perspective they're going to be at a diagonal sort of you know like converging to a point at the eye level but again, there's that zenith, right, in this case, where you're sort of, all right, now I'm looking up and, uh, you know, and all the vertical lines are now have, they've, they've transitioned, right, from being vertical to now they're starting to, now they're appearing to, you know, parallel lines appear to converge. That's the contradiction, right, that you have to hold when you're sort of thinking about perspective. Like, 
parallel lines, they're not they're not seen that way. You know what I mean? You understand them to be in reality. This you know they're parallel, but what can be so fascinating, I think, is and what brings forth the illusion, right? Is sort of is sort of engaging with that contradiction. Right? <laughs> you know they are parallel, but you know you can't draw them that way, right? They it, it ruins the it ruins the illusion. So anyway, um, right. So here I think it's it's going to be the this is the you know that's the example, uh, basically what we we're just talking about, right? How you're seeing things. Um, and so it's, it's funny. It's like, so if, if you're, if your your head is level and you're looking, you know, you're looking forward, you know, we see things, you know, we call it one point perspective or two point perspective. There's a lot of that. If you look, if you look directly ahead, right again, same thing, it goes into this one or two point perspective, depending on how you're looking, same thing straight down. Right. But when you go like three quarters up, right, you kind of, right. Or three quarters down. Now you're talking about something that would be called three-point perspective. It's, <laughs> it's like when you still have the, you know, you still have the, the horizontal lines going to, a, you know, to a point, but then the vertical ones also start to go to. So it's it's really kind of a, it's very challenging to draw in three points, five-point perspective. It's all very challenging. Um, and again, none of it's true. It's not, it's, and it's not like, it's not thing or it doesn't it, it's not it's not true and it can also it can tie you up but i think kind of working with it is can be you know can be useful and helpful that's why i talk about it that's why i think it's you know i think it i think it can help you you know what i mean it helps it certainly is helpful for me so um all right here's that this is looking up hold on i'll go do the looking down one here yeah <laughs> a very a much cooler drawing than i made but um, but this is the concept, right? That we were just sort of talking about. You have, you know, this uh, these just squares, right? Rectangles. But then you're considering, you know, how they can relate in terms of a, you know, like a uh, depicting a space. And so it's probably a similar, you know, you probably did a similar ex exercise like in high school or something, maybe like where you drew like looking down a road or something and there's buildings and stuff right one point perspective um this is that but sort of turned on its head so to speak um this can be so powerful right i'm just thinking about like you know comic books i've seen or anime i've seen right mm -hmm. so dynamically uh composed right and it's sort of like uh the colors yes the the figure and anatomy, yes, right? But sort of thinking about like, uh, thinking about the space, the space that you can create, how you can compose that in a dynamic way. I think these are, you know, these are tools that you can sort of add to your, your bag of tricks right away. Um, because it, it's simple, you know, it's a simple concept, but again, it's like work with it a little bit and make it your own. Um, and then at a certain point, it just becomes something that you, you know, sketch. When I think about someone like Kim Jong Ji, if you all are familiar with, you know, with his artwork, um, you know, he was always sort of drawing in, you know, sort of this like very dynamic, almost like three point sort of thing. The perspective would flow, you know, from it. Um, he wasn't he wasn't all caught up on it, but like 
but a part of that was like he did all this work you know what i mean he really put in all this this effort um in order to let it go right and then so here was that other one that like that looking up one back up a little bit it's like it's so like massive looking up and looking down right so you know this might you know that point where all the you know all the vertical lines are appearing to converge to a point right above your above the viewer's head right in this instance um you know that might not be in your composition it might be outside of it or something like that um but again it starts to suggest this incredible scale um I guess I was, you know, been drawing so much biomech stuff all weekend. That's like, you know, hanging out with the reinventing crew. It's like, that's all, that's like, everybody wanted to draw it all the time. And, stuff. and you know, I'm just thinking about like, yeah, like I could almost kind of see this sort of translated into that sort of a, you know, an aesthetic. Um, it's really sort of gnarly things, but all kind of like conveying this idea of, you know, uh, looking up. Right, sort of looking up at something, you know, that's a very, very massive. Um, right, and and so yeah, getting, getting a new perspective on stuff. Right, <laughs> that's the, that's the thing. I like to be cheesy, so but that's the thing that I was, you know, thinking about today. That's the thing I was thinking about today. I was you know, I was trying to like kind of consider perspectives, and uh, you know, again, you know, like. Be able to find your place, like through measurement, um, I think is also is also really useful. So that mm -hmm. dividing space, you know what I mean, just being able to sort of generate as many, you know, sorts of like units, if you like, um, without a ruler. I mean, you know, the ruler I would use as an edge to sort of draw, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and making measurements with, uh, you know, with the ruler is important and stuff. But like, you know, if, again, if you're dealing with a body, we, you know, we do that so much in tattoos. It's like you're dealing with a body. It's like, you know, you may, you may be, you may look for like anatomical markers of, again, like super crucial, right? But you may want to sort of divide things up. We probably do that naturally, sort of think about the, you know, the, the spine or something like that as being this center point if we're gonna you know do something across their back or maybe like the the sternum you know what i mean it's like we see that center and we you know we generate like in our imagination this you know breaking the units down into uh to different you know partial objects right the body mm -hmm. is uh as all of these different like segments um you know, so when we get back onto our paper and we start thinking about like how we're going to, um, you know, compose things, how we're going to, uh, you know, uh, make these measurements, doing these exercises, letting it run in the background, I think can be, uh, can be something that like serves you. That's something that kind of, you know, again, it's like, not like you're overthinking it and it's like it's it's ruining everything that you've got going on it's something that like you know um that starts to be like an ex you know like a muscle that you've developed right you, you've worked it out so all this being said um i don't i don't have the painting to show out you know i can describe it it's uh it was a painting and it had two distinct sort of eye levels in it right there was you know they were both you know horizontal one was 
blow the other one. It was such an incredible, beautiful painting, such an incredible artwork. So, you know, all this, like, sort of, like, there's only one eye level and yada, 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 you know, and something that I, I think I used to be so, like, adamant about, something that was so, like, important to me for some reason, but it, you know, it turns out it's like, you know what, um, it's so good to challenge your notions and, you know, maybe even, maybe even, like, contradict, <laughs> maybe it's good to contradict what you think is, uh, mm -hmm. is the case mm -hmm. sometimes. So yeah, it's, it's, it's testing those things out, you know, like, Hey, I think it's this. Well, let's see what evidence I can come across to come yeah. to this resolution type of thing. It's a hundred percent, hundred percent, uh, needed, you know? Um, I thank you so much. I, I, that's, uh, that's exactly I'm coming to that, right? I'm like, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get there. Um, and so, yeah, well, all right. Thank you all so much for, um, you know, for like, letting me talk about that. Uh, you know, hopefully that's not something that it was like, oh God, I already know all that shit. You know what I mean? But, uh, but hopefully it was something that um, if, if you're more interested, if it's something that you really, you know, really, you know, what's that? Didn't what's hear that? You. Didn't hear Oh, echo. Oh, oh. We got we got like some technical, technical going on with uh, Spirit's phone. Um, we'd love to hear you, Spirit. So I'm not sure how to. If you want to come back, you know, like. You know, oh, I'm not saying anything. I I, I oh. was just gonna. I'm. Is there an echo? There was, but I think it's. I think you got it figured out. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just driving. That's all. I'm I'm driving to uh to the shop. Uh, I'm just I'm just here. Um, I was just gonna unmute myself. I wasn't gonna say anything though. <laughs> <laughs> Great. This is fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. That, that 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 stuff like that little little just little things. It's it just it's so helpful. It's so cool. You know. And to like yeah. See how we can take this like one point, two point perspective and see where else, you know, we can find ourselves using it, you know, like other, other useful, like little things. Like it's, it's so awesome. It's so cool. Thank you for sharing that, James. Thank uh, you, Kyle, so much for sharing your, sharing your work today, talking about it, um, talking about your experiments. Um, uh, this was really like, you know, so for me, I know it was, uh, you know, uh, Probably just regular Monday for, <laughs> for everybody, but for me it was really special because, uh, like I said, it's it's been one year, um, and I, and I, I, you know, I love this, I love this show, I love this experience that we're all sharing together. Um, mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for all of you for coming, and um, you know, so I hope you keep coming back. And of course, like um, you know, let me know if there's any subjects that you'd like to talk about. If you'd like to present, I'm always interested. You know, like. Um, I'm always interested in like, you know, making, making things more, uh, just, you know, sharing, right. Being a group. And so, um, I invite all of you to, you know, let me know, right. Contact me. Let me know if there's anything that you're interested in talking about, or if you want to talk about it. Um, uh, let's, let's keep it going. Right. Here's to a whole nother year. So, um, let's do some sign offs. Right. And we'll, uh, we're going. 
Spirit, can we uh, give us your sign off? I know you're you're busy driving. Get, tell us what you can tell oh, okay, us. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I appreciate y'all um so much. I uh, I just can't I just can't tell you enough how much this show has just has helped me. I mean, just sitting around other artists and talking about art it is enriched my life in, in just untold ways and you know i remember the first time i came on the show i was like man i i really hope this this show helps me as much as i need it and you know i just it's it's not about the the, the one show or the two shows it's the it's the it's the exercise it's the it's the getting up every day and you know working on art and just it's it's the process you know and uh yeah, I look forward to Monday every day, Monday morning, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I appreciate you for doing the show. And, uh, here's to 10 more years. And then uh, uh, maybe we can even get it monetized. Hey, not that it matters. <laughs> Just money in your pocket, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, so my sign-off is uh, Tattoos by Spirit uh, on Instagram, Tattoos by Spirit on TikTok, and TattoosbySpirit.com. Thank you so much, Spirit. It's like as a pleasure. It's always, um, and yeah, no. Thank you so much for thank you so much for your kind words and of course your presence. It's just you know like, um, it's it's I don't know. It's for me. So I I yeah. So same right. I feel the same way. Everything you said, I I second that emotion. So thank you so much. Well, All right, Amber, let's have your sign off. Hey everybody. My name is Amber Morgan. You can find me at Luxury Tattoos in Egg Harbor City, New Jersey, and on all social media platforms under Amber Morgan. Thank you so much for doing Perspective today. A lot of the things you go over, I haven't really been over since high school AP art class. So they're a great refresher. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't been incorporating that into my artwork. I really should. And it's really taking me very far. It's the, it's the basics, man. Just rehashing these basics over and over again. This is so great. And mm -hmm. yeah, you need to do that in order to progress. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I, mm -hmm. I, I do, uh, you know, I love being repetitive. That's, my, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> uh, look, look, everybody, I'm not, I won't lie. I, you know, uh, it was incredible at the, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like, uh, like, like I'm famous or something, but people that I've never met before, they said they've like seen us, you know, on the show, other tattooers. And they're like, thank you so much. The same thing you just said, Amber, like that these basic things are helpful. Yes. Um, and I just, uh, I think I, I, it's so, I'm so grateful for that. So I'm grateful for you and I'm grateful for, you know, for everybody that watches and gets something out of it. For me, I, uh, there was just something that I saw as a need, you know, in the students that I, that I taught. And when I, when I went to go try to help them, I realized like I'm the one that needs the most help. You know what I mean? So all these like rehashing this stuff going, being repetitive. It's like, it's like, this is what I need to do too. And so it's why I'm, it's why I'm talking about it. It's like, cause I need to work on all of it. Realism, you know, shading and rendering and like drawing the figure and drawing spaces and, making interest and make anything interesting at all. Um, it's what I'm working on. And so mm -hmm. that's why, you know, that's why I'm so grateful that you all are here to share it with me and everybody else out there that, that checks it out too. 
So I'm just, you know, that's, uh, that mean, it means, it means a lot. It really, it means so much. So thank you, Amber. Really appreciate you. Kyle, let's get your sign offs. Uh, my name is, uh, Kyle Olson. I tattoo out of, uh, Trinity Art Collective in Tucson, Arizona. Um, if you want to reach out, you can get a hold of me at Olson underscore tattoos, O-L-S-O-N and, uh, trinityartcollective.com. And I just want to say congratulations on one year, James. Um, I watched it for a while before I started joining it and everything like that. And it's just, it's, it's cool to see it evolve and it grow. And it's just, it's so helpful. It's so needed. It's so necessary. And it makes my Monday so much better. <laughs> so I thank you for doing this. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Wow, Kyle. Thank you so much, man. Uh, well, I'm so glad you decided to, to, to hop on. It's um, again, you know, it's like, hearing your voice, hearing your, you know, like your experience, your expertise on things. Um, but I think what I get from you too, something that I find, you know, helpful is like, you are like, you will make yourself vulnerable. You'll, you know, you share your work and you, you put it up for criticism. It's something that, you know, I know I need to do more of, and it's something that, you know, we should, we, we should all like sort of, um, we should all sort of do that, right. Mm -hmm. Get more, uh, put ourselves out there more and that's what you're doing. And that's what, you know, so I'm inspired by that. So thank you so much for, for coming and for your kind words and um, for everything you contribute to the show. Um, and uh, yeah, just appreciate you. So thanks again for coming. Thanks, it's been great. Um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you all for, for, uh, you know, spending some time with us. Hopefully uh, you enjoyed it. If you did make sure to like and subscribe. Um, <laughs> Thanks again to reinventing for making it possible. It's been a cool, like, you know, uh, well, amazing experience. I will say, let me change the adjective there, right? It's like amazing, it, you know, a whole year of doing this. Um, and so, yeah, I'll, I, I can't wait to, you know, to do to do next week. So mm -hmm. yeah, next week, uh, we will do something, you know, that will be uh, exceptionally fun. Um, so I can't wait. Make sure to come back. Um, I'm James Wisdom. You can find me, Tattooing Wisdom, um, social media, and my website, tattooingwisdom.com. Uh, this has been Drawing for Tattooers. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, happy drawing, and uh, we'll see you next stream.